and we're on. Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouth. The wet is, or the pepper, <laughs> is the hot topic that has... Don't forget about the pepper. I, how could you? I'm offended. <laughs> so pepper is the hot topic topic that has everybody talking and the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life join the conversation on twitter and facebook at lemon pepper wet and instagram at lemon pepper wet pod i'm bethany and i'm christina cheers back at it again yay get it again i'm ready to see little baby culture you know when are we gonna see her do you, th- do you think we're ever going to see her? Of course we'll see her, but it's strange that we even have a desire to see her. It is weird because we really don't know Cardi. No. Don't know. I don't know her. I <laughs> don't we, know her. <laughs> we definitely don't know Offset. So it's like, why do we want to see this baby? Mm-hmm. But I also feel like with any celebrity, we're... You have brought us in yeah. for this. Right. You, know? you came here with the mess. Like we were pregnant with you. Right. <laughs> we, were we were there for with the, the whole pregnancy. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were at the baby shower. We were. We were at the baby shower. We were inspired by the baby shower. <sighs> yeah. Sort of. no, no, we weren't. Okay, fine. But um yeah, it just feels like it's a weird thing of kind of like how when we we were talking about Mac Miller passing mm-hmm. and you're like, huh, I don't know, I can't really be invested because I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. But even though we didn't know him, it's we're still affected yeah. if you followed his career. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And same thing with Cardi. So Yeah. Show us that baby. Show us that baby, Cardi. <laughs> what are we here to talk about? Okay, so I I know that our last episode dropped late, and by the time you're listening to this, you should have heard it. But I think I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think there is just a couple of reoccurring topics. Mm-hmm. Let's just chat today. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> so we recently had a conversation about being problematic, and how problematic were we? Because I okay. I offered unsolicited advice to someone recently and I was really pressing the issue and I felt like it was important and that it was something that needed to be said, but then not even like 48 hours after it happened, someone also offered me unsolicited advice and I felt insulted and I was hurt and I was overwhelmed and I was just like, I didn't ask you for this. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't ask you for this. I came to you to vent a little bit, but yeah. I didn't need you to start berating me with what you think I should do with my life. Exactly. And so then, and I couldn't let it go. Like, I didn't say it to the person directly, but I was like, why do I feel so affected by it? Mm-hmm. So I started looking up what happens. Like, why, why is it, why it, unsolicited advice is abuse. It's abusive. Okay. (laughs) And the reason it is, is because it seeks to serve the person who is offering the advice. It seeks to serve their ego. Mm -hmm. It puts you in a place of becoming the consultant or the all-knowing or the superior of the two. And at the same time, you're suggesting that the person that you're giving the advice to hasn't thought about this before or they, they're they not capable of thinking of this before right. on their own. You know what I mean? Or they're not smart enough. You and know? like you're kind of saving them yeah. from themselves yes. because you know more than they do. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, so it's not, there's no altruism there. There's no, you're not doing it necessarily for the benefit of that person because the fact of the matter was the person giving me the advice was things that it, like, it was things that I had already thought about and yeah. I already considered. So it was like, I need you to just be a friend and listen. I didn't need you to tell me what I already know. Right. And also in a way that's just so like, well, let me let me help you help yourself like uh, let me save you real quick like you said you know yeah so I think that made you ask me how problematic am I yeah and and I say that and I ask that because I feel like it's so easy for us to point out other people's problems Mm -hmm. like even here on this podcast Mm -hmm. we have talked about how problematic so many people mm-hmm. are and let's stop using that word because problematic is kind of annoying mm-hmm. but just offensive, offensive like yeah. it's us passing judgment on what we think is offensive that other people do but then it's like i kind of want to look inward like maybe the person giving the unsolicited advice they don't see it as abusive you know they would never p- think of it as abusive right and perhaps in a small, maybe not that person, but for some people who do offer unsolicited advice, they think that they're being helpful. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's an element of help that goes along with it. Like, I'm not offering advice to people that I don't give a shit about, right? Like, yeah. if, if some random girl at my job starts touting off her, or like starts spouting off her problems to me, I'm not going to tell her what I think she should do just because I don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's all, that's the proximity. That's your relationship right. as well. People, I think people who just offer up their advice think, oh, well, we're close. Like, I could just tell her whatever. Yeah. I mean, I guess the way that I saw fit to rectify the situation. And, and to be clear, like, I was looking this up because... Or when I looked it up, mm-hmm. when I looked up um, what it means to offer someone unsolicited advice and why you shouldn't do that, I immediately, like, the the um, what I had done, you know, 48 hours prior to mm-hmm. someone else is what came to mind. And I apologized to that person. I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And the way that I see that you can rectify the situation is by asking someone. Yes. If you can offer them advice. But like you said, it's like, this is just one little thing in a fucking barrel of a million things that I do that are probably problematic. I want to to be better at checking myself before I check other people. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say checking yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That too. That too. I, I really do need to do that. Because I am very self-destructive. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how can... It's just weird for me to tell someone else that... Tell someone else about all the things they're doing wrong and all the things that they do that are offensive if I am myself am offensive as well. Yeah. I'm not perfect. It's hard. I mean, what is what is the goal? Like... What are you actually striving for? Because do you think that people can ever really completely be non-problematic, non-offensive? Like, is it our I don't know. nature I mean, to be I offensive? I asked my sister last night, and she's like, no, she's, I'm, I'm not offensive at all. <laughs> 
I'm not offensive. I'm very respectful. And basically her explanation, initially she was thinking in terms of prejudices and Mm -hmm. racial Mm -hmm. offenses Mm -hmm. and things like that. She's very PC. She's very politically correct and tolerant and respectful. All the the words. Yeah, all of the words. (laughs) Inclusive. Inclusive, very (laughs) inclusive. Like, she's a a little angel. So inclusive. (laughs) She's a cherub sent directly from heaven. So, but... and I had this is how I checked myself because I think I try to portray that that I'm re- like just such a good person. But if I really, really think about it, I'm not that great of a person. What's your most problematic behavior? What's your most What's the most offensive thing that you do? I think I can be rude sometimes, like sometimes to strangers. Mm. <laughs> Like for fun? Uh, okay, I'm thinking of this one specific time. Mm-hmm. You were there. <laughs> yeah, it was at the end of a long night out. And <laughs> do you remember so this? we were wasted? No. I, I think I was just ready to go okay, home. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was just ready to go home. And I was with a boy. And we were in the parking lot. And I was like, can we just go? And this like homeless man walked up to us. And he was like, can we, can I um, recite some of my poetry for you? And I was like, no, we don't have time for that. Oh, I don't remember this. Okay. Were we in the We were, we were actually right by MJQ in the parking Mm -hmm. lot. And so I was like, no, we don't have time for this. Let's go to my friend. And he was like, no, wait, like, let's just hear what he has to say. And there was another girl with us. And she's like, oh, I'd love to hear your poetry. And so I was like such a monster. I like, I had to save face. I was like, everybody wants to hear this man's poetry? Fuck this. I'm walking away. Oh, so you just had to commit. I had to commit. You had to see it through to the end. I had to commit. I, did, I felt bad immediately. <laughs> but I had to commit. So I walked away. I stormed off. And then I was like, wait, I'm in the middle of Atlanta mm. at three in the morning. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't be walking away by myself. So I came back and I apologized to the guy. You did? I did. And I was I like, I don't oh. remember any of this. You might have been gone. But I apologized to him and I was like, okay, let me hear your poetry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's things like that. Like, I sometimes I'm so in my head and, like, I guess selfish mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I don't even give a fuck. I don't even know you, so I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think that's really problematic. That's right. bad. Okay. What's the, what's the worst thing that you do? Um, the worst thing that I do is, I guess, oh. I feel like there's so many things. The first thing that comes the least problematic to say on the air. Uh, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we're not. Because I mean, I can go on. I mean, are you a bad tipper? (gasps) Fuck no. Okay, I worked in the service industry. Okay, okay, least problematic. I don't even know, Bethany. I just, I'm so problematic that I don't think that there's a, the, the most problematic thing that I do, I feel, is probably when I drink too much and I just, I'm a repeat offender of constantly drinking and blacking out and then being okay. hella reckless. 
We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, I don't know where to go from there, but... Okay, so... I, and, and, yeah, problematic. Problematic as fuck. All right. Just not being responsible for my actions or... Right. Or not taking the steps to, like, rectify. Like, knowing what I need to do, kind of, mm-hmm. or knowing, like, probably what I should do. Not working on yourself yeah. is an offense. It's an offense Cause it, in and of itself. Yeah, it will affect others. Right. Which is why I want to... I want to check myself before I wreck yeah, myself. For sure. <laughs> for um, sure. Okay, so that... I think I want to ask you guys that for the dab this week. On a scale... Of one to ten. Or what's the most problematic behavior that you, like, possess? possess. Okay. Even better. Yeah. Let's get that's like, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we were, like, some other examples were, like, for instance, um, we were talking about Sabrina Claudio and how she oh. was hella racist back whenever. Yeah. And how she was, quote, unquote, canceled. But I'm just like, I don't, when her music comes on my play, I had, didn't remove her from my playlist. You don't think about her calling you a nigger. I don't think about her trying to dress up as me as a costume or whatever mm. the fuck, you know? Like, I just enjoy that music. Keep it pushing. Uh, I, I think there's a skill. I think there's Ooh, a skill. Yeah, because R. Sure. Kelly is canceled. He's- so canceled. Like someone sent me a meme with R. Kelly in it, and I it I was just like I don't even know. Oh, I remember. So it was like Drake morphing into R. Kelly because Why? Drake is dating oh. his eighteen year old, and I like instantly like I cut it off. And I was like, pedophilia isn't funny to me. Yes, and like it, that's your hard no. That's my hard fucking no. Like my parents had a retirement party and the DJ played R. Kelly and I was like no turn this off we're not doing this yeah for sure okay so <laughs> we want to know from y'all yeah what's your most problematic trait yeah yeah and if it is on some R. Kelly shit don't even write it no <laughs> oh unless you're like seeking help or something no nah, this, this is, is not the place okay I can't help all you all right well I tried y'all <laughs> I'm rude to strangers <laughs> Okay, so there's that. There's that. Okay, next up, I wanted to talk about... Okay, this past week and a half, I was working on a job that was a lot. It was very, very intense and stressful, Mm -hmm. basically. There was just a lot of different things being thrown at everybody and it was hard to delegate and it was hard to time manage and also give everyone time to like sleep and like mm-hmm. you know reset or whatever and so everyone was just very very tense but it was making me think about how people manage their stress or how they deal with stress mm-hmm. so like when you get stressed out what are your what are the characteristics what does stress look like for you how does it manifest yeah how does it manifest i become really irritable i start acting irrationally like i have crazy mood swings when i'm Mm -hmm. really stressed out and i start going to like my go-to like problematic behavior like i start drinking yeah i get stressed out um so yeah, it's probably just like I'm very snappy. I'm very irritable. Mm-hmm. And not a fun person to be around. 
I think when when I get stressed out, I probably do the same. I'm an escapist. Mm-hmm. I'll do things to like escape the stress, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're still gonna have to deal with right. it at right. some point. Um, I get more so inward, like I internalize, and then I blow up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like a ticking time bomb yeah. kind of thing. <clears throat> So, I don't know. I want to I want to get away from the escapist part yeah. of managing stress. And so I'm just going to WebMD mm-hmm. M- WebMD to see different ways we can manage, manage stress. stress. Unless yeah. you have um I I did reach a point like on Friday, mm-hmm. last this past Friday, I was definitely like I can't do anything i can't go out i can't talk to anybody and mm-hmm. i made sure to be in bed early how's that been going i mean i know you're a night owl i'm such a night owl and it's so hard to go to sleep and i could probably do more to have a better sleep regimen like i remember someone talking to me about like how you have a morning routine like having a nighttime routine not just like falling into the bed but like really prepping yourself for sleep like creating a sleep friendly environment and like smells scents, moods like Mm. the lighting the temperature taking not so hot of a shower because that kind of wakes you up as opposed to taking like a more cool shower yeah to kind of like regulate your body shower makes me feel so cozy and so sleepy well, I'm I run hot. I run on like seven thousand degrees all the time. Oh, okay. So I need to cool down. Mm-hmm. And um, but this Friday, I was in bed at a reasonable hour. I think like eleven something. Which for some people, like go to bed hard nine. Like my mom goes to bed at nine. I don't o'clock. understand. I I can be real real tired, but I can't go to sleep before ten o'clock. Yeah, ten. 11. Early, yeah, yeah. Ten is earliest. I need to be on my last dog breath. ass, <laughs> just dog ass tired. Like I need to literally crawl into bed <laughs> if I'm gonna go to bed before ten o'clock. Yeah, like I have to be. But that's kind of what it what it was. Like I really had reached. Okay, so a friend invited me to go out on Friday. Yeah, and I felt it peaked. Like I was trying to get dressed and I couldn't decide on what to wear, and Ooh. I was like. <laughs> so anxious i was like oh my god what is wrong with me like everything i put on my body and that sounds so like first world problems right like i i just i didn't feel comfortable i felt icky and my hair was just like crazy i was just like, oh my god so i canceled last you minute look stressed. I, was, I, I feel stressed thinking about how stressed i was at that moment yeah and i was like i can't do this i was like i ha- I'm, i can't do this i had i can't go out yeah and they were like okay i understand and then immediately like making that decision not to go out and get fucked up helped and then i was like i'm just gonna go to bed right now <laughs> so i just oh. got in the bed and then i woke up early and i exercised i went on a walk i was outside i was yeah. in the sunlight and i was like okay this is better like it's like sunlight's important exercise is important and fucking sleep and water like that's basically what it says <laughs> really only the things you can do um they list keep a positive attitude which is so simple Whatever. i think that's that's some unnecessary advice because if everyone could just keep a positive attitude right. wouldn't we why would you choose to be negative when you but people be, do it all the time you're right you're you just right. said that you do it i do 
Okay, you're right. You're right. I should keep a positive yeah. attitude. Um, except that there are events that you cannot control. That's yeah. hard for me. That's. I think that's probably the biggest thing too. Yeah. yeah. It's just like accepting. Like I can't change this, so there's no point in me stre- stressing about it. No, I'm triggered. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like that. <laughs> just the idea of just the idea, or just knowing that I'm not in control of any of this shit stresses me the fuck mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. All right, be assertive instead of aggressive. Assert your feelings, opinions, or beliefs instead of becoming angry, defensive, or passive. Drag me. <laughs> drag me to film <laughs> exercise regularly eat healthy well-balanced meals learn to manage your time more effectively Oof. okay i just recently got back to writing in my in you my got planner. a new planner yeah because that when i was writing in my planner and i knew like what i was gonna do every hour that sounds so obsessive compulsive but like or just an idea like the main points like think like how you were like i'm gonna be so productive today just like making sure the things that i wanted to get done that yeah. day we're at a place in the day like there this is where this goes and i'm yeah. gonna do it at this time it was uh, helpful every i don't know if i can plan every hour not every single hour but just like because it what would happen is like okay say for instance like i need to just make a few phone calls like the best time to do that is like during the day but if i'm working and i'm not thinking about it then i'm like it slips away from me and then after hours i can't make a phone call to this person or whatever so it's just like putting it out in a plate like morning time these these are the things that need to happen this morning during mm-hmm. my lunch break i can go to the bank during the afternoon right after work i'm gonna work out like yeah you know just like kind of organizing my day so that's like more efficient and things don't get away from me i need to i need to work on that more i think i end up feeling so overwhelmed because I truly just come home to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like going, um, your job is a stressful one. It is just the hours. The the hours are long, and I don't know. I think when I tell people about work, they're like, "I don't know why you're fucking doing that. Like, yeah. why are you doing that to yourself?" But it's different because I've had a regular job mm-hmm. and I've had a non-traditional job i don't know if Mm -hmm. i could even call it non-traditional but and the stressors are different Mm -hmm. so the stress of my desk job was more so like i don't want to be in this box Mm -hmm. for 10 hours Mm -hmm. a day Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. i'm tired like i hate sitting down but i have to sit down Mm -hmm. to do my job Mm -hmm. so though and then it was more like dealing with people Mm -hmm. and the politics and stuff like that those things stressed me out but with this it's more like it's more like kind of fatigue mm-hmm. like i would be so on point if i was if i had more sleep mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or if i managed my off time cuz when i'm off i don't want to do shit like mm-hmm. i really just want to chill Recoup, hardcore yeah. but but i can't do that cuz i still have things to do life yeah i still have life responsibilities life needs to be lived yeah so that's what i'm trying to make more of a goal like do you see a solution like what is the what is the feasible solution i mean lots of people are I don't want to say together, but lots of people manage their time more effectively. Mm -hmm. I just can't be lazy. So it's a more of a, 
everybody has the same 24 hours in the day Beyonce you know has the same 24 hours in the day exactly i can choose to watch the office for the one millionth <laughs> time or right. i can actually sit down with all like my bills mm-hmm. and like sort through, mm-hmm. not my bills but just papers different paperworks and like organize mm-hmm. that because i have a whole stack of papers that i know mm-hmm. i need to go through mm-hmm. at some point or i can actually like sort through my clothes and like go to goodwill i have a whole bag sitting there to goodwill and i haven't gone mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. adulting adulting i hate when people say that i hate when people say adulting is hard it's like, it's annoying and i think it's a cop-out sometimes but because it's like you gotta do it you, you just have to you do just it have to do it like i guess you don't have to do it but I don't want to be that person. No. You know, yeah. I, I think I am that person that's like, I don't want to do it, so I'm not going to. But the person that I want to be or that I, my idea of success or togetherness mm-hmm. or adultness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is not what I am right, right. now. <clears throat> so it's like, I need to work on getting There's to There's a more satisfactory... Level. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Like, it's very easy to just be cool with what you're doing right yes. now. But it takes more work to be better than discipline, what you are now. Even. Discipline. It's the That's discipline the word. part. Like, I was reading something that was like, fuck motivation. Like, you're not always going to be motivated to do shit. You have to be disciplined. Exactly. And make yourself do it. Mm-hmm. I asked somebody the other day, like, are you a rule follower? Do you like rules? And by asking that person, I realized that I am a person that needs rules. Mm -hmm. Like, I need rules. I need a list. I need a syllabus. I need something that's gonna... Something that I can physically check off or be like, oh, if I'm doing this, I'm in a good place. But I also need to stick to that, you know? And you, that's something that you would create for yourself. I mean, I would rather someone else do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that a parent? Like, uh, yeah, who's to do, who's, who's right. to make that list for you? Someone give me a parent. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? I need a parent to come in and tell me what to do with myself. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, but this is why people have like counselors and mentors mentors yes do you want a mentor i could i think i would be a great mentor for somebody else you do yeah those who can't do (laughs) i think i could because i because i'm retrospective like i could see like oh i should have done this back Mm -hmm. in the day to set me up for this Mm -hmm. you know when you're talking to someone younger you can always you have more insight so you would need like an older mentor but you don't want a mentor oh yeah i need an older mentor but i think i could be a mentor yeah. to somebody else sure yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i guess my sister would kind of be my mentor mm. but i think all sisters are just defaulted like, mentors yeah. that's true yeah um I, yeah, I want someone, I realistically, I probably just need to go to therapy. We just need to go to therapy, period. (laughs) Period. Right. (laughs) All of our stressors. 
our unhealthy habits. We just literally, literally. need to go pay some bitch to tell yeah. us how to manage I our mean, lives. Essentially, yeah. but I guess it does get to a point. It's like 30 years on this planet mm-hmm. and all of these like cumulative, cumulative like things happening, events mm-hmm. like over the course of your life. It's like, I don't, I have never taken the time to just sort out like all the major events and stressors and things that affect me like in my life for real, for real. Yeah. It, I, it takes a lot of work. And I don't, like I, I need coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. I think essentially is what it is. I mean, cause everybody goes through shit. Like everybody goes through shit, but you need to learn how to like cope with those things. How to, like you said, manage those things. We need therapy. Um, okay. So check, that's check back in with us. <laughs> Right. Check on your friends, guys. Honestly, also, September is a Suicide Awareness Month. Check on your fucking friends. Oh, and yeah. that's not... I mean, if I'm going to be super duper honest, like I think there's a few of my friends that truly, truly, truly know mm-hmm. me. And they check on me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think of it as... Mm, I'm guessing that's what they're doing. They're okay. they're actually checking on their okay. friend that they know needs yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? For sure. So, I really appreciate that. Shout out to you. Oh. <laughs> and shout out to everybody else. I'm not going to name all of you guys, but shout out to y'all. That's really cool, though. I think it's cool. I think sometimes it is kind of intimidating to check on someone or I find it like sometimes I don't it's like I don't know how to approach this like I don't really know what to say Mm -hmm. or feeling like you have to come with advice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't really want advice like I just need to know that the door is open if I choose to you know and I find that like when I've I guess I've conducted like I've taken inventory. Like, I've asked people, Mm -hmm. like, how... Like, we posted a dab one time. Like, how do you best like to be... How do you like to be comforted? Comforted, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's the thing. You ask people, like, what they need from you. Yes. And don't assume that, you know, like you said, you have to come with the advice or, like, have something profound to say. Yeah. Sometimes it is just a matter of, like, being there holding space, you know? Or even... Not ignoring the problem, but kind of, like, taking their mind... Like, getting them out of their Mm -hmm. own head. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if there's someone who has um, dark thoughts a lot or suicidal thoughts or, you know, they're just, like, not in the best of spaces or they're really down, ask them how they're doing or ask them what they would like to be doing. Mm -hmm. See if you can make that happen Mm -hmm. or if you know they they love memes or something like that. Like, send them some funny shit. Like, send them some joy. Tell them some good news. I think... That's all really good advice, Bethany. It is. I think things that make me feel better is I will ask someone, like, tell me something good that happened to you. Like, give me some positivity. Tell me something positive, not necessarily about myself Mm -hmm. or to make... You know, directed mm-hmm. at me, but I want to know that there are good things happening, happening out yeah. there. Sure. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Check on your friends. We'll keep reminding you. Yes. Um, our next order of business. Yeah. Oh, we're cheesing so hard. We're cheesing so hard. Because I think every time we get on the mic, we get very, very personal. But We do. We get personal. Um, 
Okay, what is the next order of business? How do you, how are we saying this? I okay. This came from you realizing that you need to let someone go. Yes, and to put it briefly, okay, um, a romantic <laughs> relationship that's no longer romantic, but is you're still holding space for that person mm-hmm. just because of the great memories. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, closing that chapter on to the next. Right. And why do you feel like it's so hard to just... if, Especially if, in your words, you said the relationship is no longer serving you. Yeah. Why are you still there? Or why are you even <clears throat> using that person as a placeholder for what? Right. <clears throat> um, I think it's hard to see... I think when things leave your life it's very easy to make it about you not being good enough or there's something that you did wrong to Mm -hmm. make this situation not work as opposed to just like this was a season accept the things you can't control move on like it's the narrative for me becomes what i I can do we can do i can make this better like i can like remember all the good times we had like we can do that again like you don't have to go you know it's like i promise i'm cool i promise (laughs) i'm fun but you could i i don't see why you're the image if that person the image of the person hasn't changed in your mind why would it change for them why would they just automatically forget that you were cool even though the relationship didn't work out they they won't i mean i guess i guess or what i said prior was just like i fear rejection and abandonment Mm -hmm. it's just like that feeling of i don't know it's just it becomes really sad to let things go like when i was younger i Mm. used to hold on to like i would attach such great memories it was to things like Mm -hmm. clothes or oh well yeah just you know and i but i couldn't let things go like i just couldn't and i don't know that's probably something i need to talk to my therapist once again we need to go to therapy (laughs) like but even now i'm having a hard time even though like i am in a place now where i can see or i've been offered like some sort of hope like Mm-hmm. You can have that again. Like that. Yeah. I guess that's part of it too. It's just like the fear that I'm never going to find that in anybody else. You know, it just feels so like that was just such a unique and special time. And it just made me feel so awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and like I, when it was happening, like I had never experienced anything like that before. And my eyes were open to so many things and I was learning things all the time mm-hmm. and like doing new things. And just like, I don't know. I'm just like, what, what if that, what if I don't ever get that experience again? Like that was so what much is, what, fun. Let, let me go back to that list. <laughs> it says, Except that there are events you cannot control. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why? No one wants to accept the idea that you may never have that again. But before you had that, you were fine. Was I? You were. But, okay, that's like saying... That's like saying before I had fucking... Before I had... 
What's something that I just love? Popeyes? <laughs> before I had fried chicken, I was fine. Now that I've had fried chicken, do you think I'm going to stop eating fried chicken? Like, I'm never going to give up fried chicken. I never want fried chicken to not be a part of my life. And we found ways to, like, keep fried chicken around and to have it all the time. And, like, whatever. But you okay, the thing is, the th- and I think we have similar issues. I definitely was a people collector Mm -hmm. i Mm. I don't want to say a lover collector but i collect lovers like yeah like i'm definitely a people collector like if we had any kind of connection i feel like that connection is not dead but this is a new lesson i'm learning Mm -hmm. like sometimes you meet people you have that moment and then you go on because there's going to be another person and this is this is platonic how can you guarantee that there's going to be another person you don't know that i don't know i'm i mean we we don't know like that's that's the cool thing about life it's not the fucking terrifying thing about life what do you mean (laughs) i'm using air quotes because i don't think it's that cool but i it's it's a fact like it is a fact like you are gonna encounter some people who will change your life for the better and the worse, but you'll encounter more people after that. There's so many people out here. There are so many people out here. And I guess when it happens, it like it has to happen. And you have to like I was also talking to a friend about time. <laughs> they were just like, time heals all, or like in time we'll see. But I'm just like Somebody else, or like, I think this woman that I listened to, her name is Esther Perel, and she was like, time is bullshit. Like, time is a social construct. It's what happens in the space, you know? Like, if you're not putting yourself out there, if I'm not putting myself out there to find that possible person or to encounter other people, because I'm holding fucking space for this person, I just just don't, okay, I just think... Are you triggered? (laughs) I'm not triggered anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was a hard lesson to learn, especially when it comes to, like, dating and stuff like that. Like, you're going to meet a whole bunch of people that fucking suck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But you met them, and then the next person you meet is, like, better than the next person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or just, like, even with regular friendships, like, the death of a platonic friendship is much different than a romantic. But Mm -hmm. it's the same... It's the same idea. Like, mm-hmm. you had them for that specific time, and you had a great... You know, you made some memories, you had some bad times, good times, whatever. Mm-hmm. But once it's done, like, once that relationship is no longer benefiting you, why would you hold on to it? Like, if you like if you have a favorite pair of shoes, you have run those shoes out, you've gotten them resold a million times, but they keep falling apart. Wouldn't it just be, Why would you keep them? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. And I know humans are more complex than shoes and fried chicken, but (laughs) stay with me. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. But you're so right. I mean, essentially, it's just like... I can't use those shoes anymore if they uh, they don't serve me. Like I can't. I literally they don't fit will right. They don't go with if, any of your new outfits. Yeah. They're out of season. Oh, <laughs> like, God, it's just it's 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 life. It's life, and it's hard. It's <laughs> adulting. It's hard. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> 
I mean, you're right. Nothing I, I, you're saying you know is what? wrong. The recent, this Justin, I think I am kind of enjoying like those moments, like where you're like more so the shorter passing. I've had that happen, but I think the difference too between those situations that I was totally fine, like closing chapters and just being like, okay, that was cool. I'm done with that. Yeah was when I didn't allow myself to be so vulnerable in a situation. I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Just the fact that, like, we kept it light. Like, we kept it cute. It wasn't too deep. It was fun. It was real. But it wasn't, like... I think you can apply that to this. Although it did get deep, but that was just you connecting with someone else. And how cool is that? It was fucking cool. Exactly. I'm sad to see it go. I mean, here we are again. It's anyway. The point is, is that I feel it slowly but surely. Like the door is closing. Yeah. It's getting harder to see like that person. Like it'll close, and maybe because the relationship was a lot longer and, like you said, deeper, it'll take longer for you to. It's a heavy Be door. on the other side, and you're definitely entitled to take all the time you want. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, especially if you've moved on, like, you don't need that person. Go ahead and free yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. <laughs> Shout out to Fantasia. The goat. The goat. <laughs> that girl. Do not underestimate no, them pipes. She be singing. Y'all. Y'all sleeping on Fantasia. No, no one's sleeping, no one's sleeping on, on Fantasia. Fantasia. She's right, just not right, for right. everybody. Like, y'all don't get it, but we, we do. We get it. Right. Yes. yes, for sure. What else? Doors closing? Um, I don't know. Um, I think I have become a flirt and I'm enjoying it. Ooh, that's fun. Flirting is so much fun. Yeah, I don't think I allowed myself to do that because rude to strangers. (laughs) 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 But I think it's I think it's kind of fun. I feel like making men uncomfortable is so that's the best. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best. That's my new hobby I'm putting on my resume. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything else, honestly. I think I had a mood booster. Y'all remember that? <laughs> Throwback. Um, let's see. It was this little, not little, it was this amazing campaign. It was posted, I follow this um, page on Instagram called Black Like Vanilla. I'm not sure about that name now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but, um, oh, black, like vanilla, vanilla. Yeah, they're black. They're brown. They're dark. Okay. Uh. So, uh, these girls, students come together to send a message about natural beauty. So, these girls, um, they're all natural, young black girls, like, doing this little campaign. So cute. About how they're not going to change their hair for your schools and to be confident, like, just encouraging their peers to be confident in their appearance and the way they look and regardless. And, I mean, what I love about it is what you see represented in this campaign is diversity within blackness yes yes you're not seeing the 
three C for those of y'all who know the two A. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what we what the media wants to portray as natural mm-hmm. is usually a looser curl, a yeah. softer curl. You got some kinky girls up here telling you. And you, you have little to, boys too. Yeah, dare to be different, be true to yourself. <laughs> They're so cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was such a mood booster. I will post it on our story. I'll link it to our story. Can I yeah, do that? Do yeah. that right now. Okay. Or no, do it later. Do it later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my little mood booster. Let's see, what's the sound? Sound on. Okay. Um Okay, no sound, but um, (laughs) yeah, I'll link it in the story. I think that's cute. (laughs) Kids are cute. Kids are amazing. Well, if you want to find us on the internet, (laughs) follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lemon Pepper Wet and Facebook. Fuck, no, it's... Twitter and Facebook. I and can't even Pepper help you. Do you see how quiet I am over here? Jesus. Facebook and Twitter at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. Or you can email us at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod at gmail.com. Perfect. Perfect. All right. I don't know I her. I don't know her. I don't fuck with her. <laughs> okay, testing, testing. Okay, can't eat her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I just, I feel insatiable. <laughs>